Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. Not only have I been the owner of Mint Mobile for the last few years, I've also been a customer. I don't know if you knew this, but anyone can get the same premium wireless for $15 a month plan that I've been enjoying. It's not just for celebrities, so do like I did and have one of your assistant's assistants switch you to Mint Mobile today. I'm told it's super easy to do at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at hm.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at H&M.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Selling a little or a lot? Do your thing however you cha-ching with Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash offer 23. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds, owner of Mint Mobile, with a message for everyone paying big wireless way too much. Please, for the love of everything good in this world, stop. With Mint, you can get premium wireless for just $15 a month. Of course, if you enjoy overpaying, no judgments, but that's weird. Okay, one judgment. Anyway, give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. Empowered and Unapologetic is part of the Practice of the Practice Podcast Network, a family of podcasts that change the world. To hear other podcasts like the Bomb Mom Podcast, Beta Male Revolution, or Imperfect Thriving, go to practiceofthepractice.com forward slash network. Have you ever thought, how did I manage to lose myself? Being a mom is so hard, especially when we're feeling stressed and disconnected. We exhaust ourselves trying to create this perfect life for our family. You deserve to enjoy your marriage and your kids without the stress perfectionism brings. I am going to teach you how to identify 
who you are outside of all of the roles you play. Hi, I'm Veronica Cisneros. I'm a wife, mother of three, and a licensed marriage and family therapist. I am on a mission to teach women just like you how to become empowered and unapologetic. Welcome to our girl gang. Welcome to Empowered and Unapologetic. I'm your host, Veronica Cisneros. So we're doing things a little different here. This is a three-part series. If you haven't listened to part one and two, I strongly encourage you to do so after this one. Today, I have invited my husband to join in on this session, and you're probably wondering why. Well, there were so many women from my VIP membership group asking me questions about sex, especially after hearing I had a sexologist on the podcast. It sparked up so many questions of my own. Then I started to talk to my husband about it and came up with this brilliant idea. Why not ask these questions as a couple? Let's be honest. The minute we hear the word sex, we all become giddy and uncomfortable, yet curious. We all have questions on whether or not we fit into the norm. So I'm taking one for the team and asking these questions for you, for me, well, for both of us. So please help me by welcoming Dr. Lene St. John, who is a board-certified sexologist, certified sex coach, educator, and author of Read Me, a parental primer for the talk. She's been named one of the top 100 sex blogging superheroes by kinkly.com. Not kinky.com, kinkly.com. Every year since 2013. She has been quoted in Forbes.com, Huffington Post, Livestrong.com, and Women's Health Magazines, just to name a few. Dr. Lene, thank you again for joining us. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Willie, hi. <laughs> Hello. Hello, everybody. <laughs> and then, why not? We decided to go ahead and include Dr. Lene's partner, Ragnar. Hey, Ragnar. Hi there. <laughs> <laughs> so, we have her and her partner, and then myself and my partner, my husband, and we're all on here. And the reason why all four of us are on here is because I didn't want to, I don't know, I didn't want to go ahead and miss out on anything. I wanted you guys to have a full on experience, especially answering or asking questions that maybe you had and you thought about, we're too afraid, but we're too afraid to ask. So here we go. We're just going to dive in. Dr. Lene, what questions, <laughs> and I'm going to go here first and here's why, because I'm not going to okay. lie. I'm a little nervous. And there's that little giddy part inside of me. That's like, okay, wait a minute. What the hell are you going to share? And what are you going to keep to yourself? <laughs> I promised myself and me and my husband both promised. No, we're going to totally go there and we're going to totally be open and honest. But first, let's go ahead and ask like a simple question that doesn't apply to us. And then we'll go ahead and get to the hardcore stuff later. <laughs> Sounds good. So what questions are you often asked as a sex coach? So, yeah, I mean, when I first started as a sex coach, um, a lot of the questions were targeted at like, well, what do you, what do you do? Or what do you think about this? And it's really not so much about, you know, 
my my own behavior or activities. Um, and it's funny because I, I do still kind of blush out. I start to blush when I talk about my own stuff. But um, but yeah, I mean, the kinds of questions I used to get are are very different than the ones I get now. And I and I'm not sure how much of it relates to you know what's happening globally with this with coronavirus or anything like that. But the questions I get now are are more about pleasure enhancement. Like they all boil down to like, how could we be doing things better? How can we be getting more pleasure? There are definitely some uh, like that the desire discrepancy kinds of questions. Like he wants it more than me, or or I want it more than he does. Um, and then there's you know there's stuff that comes up for people around, you know, then gender roles, like, what does it mean if I want it more than he does, you know, for the heterosexual couples? So it's, um, so it brings, it's bringing up a lot of different things more so now than, than it has for clients that I've worked with in the past. So what would be your answers to some of those questions? (laughs) So, I mean, when it comes to the desire discrepancy stuff, you just have to sit back and and maybe get curious, ask your questions, like ask questions of your partner, like just simply, how are you doing? What, what's, what's on your mind these days? What kinds of things are stressing you out? Because I guarantee you stress has an impact on our sex drives and it's going to be different for everyone. Some people are going to retreat and, and go inward and they're not going to really want to have sex. They might want to cuddle, but they might not want to have sex at all. And others might get more soothing from touch and, and, you know, some, some folks are having more sex. Um, they're feeling more connected, but it also depends on the age of the kids at home. Like if the kids are younger, they can you know put them to bed and have some time to themselves. But if the kids are older, like I have clients who are saying, I don't really know when to do this, like mm-hmm. <laughs> when to connect with my partner, because the kids are always here. So yeah, there's a there's a lot of a lot of questions, and like I said, get curious. Um, there, if your partner is not wanting to have sex, don't make the mistake of assuming they're getting it somewhere else. Like I hear that a lot too. Like, you know, my partner doesn't want to have sex with me. You know, does it mean that they're having an affair? They're watching too much porn? That they're, you know spend, they're masturbating themselves. Like who cares if they're masturbating by themselves? Like, great. That means they're, (laughs) at least they're, you know, getting some pleasure, but they may not, you know, be up for partnered interactions right now. So it's, there's a lot of different layers to that. Ooh. Okay. So I'm, I'm back and forth about going here, but it's so because I'm back and forth, I'm totally going to go here. Okay. You mentioned (laughs) masturbation, right? Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What would you say for what would you say? For, okay. So here we go. It's happening. Um, so my husband was totally, um, my husband left to Afghanistan and Iraq. Right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so obviously, well, I shouldn't say obviously, but of, of course there's going to be magazines sent to him. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and sent to him there or sent to him at o- the house. Sent to him, yeah. Sent to him over there. Um, okay. so how do I, how do I even ask this question? Um, what would you say with coming back? Like, is it healthy for those magazines to still exist? Because I'm not going to lie. 
And I'm sure other women have this same feeling. Like if there's, if there's magazines there, it's like, oh, well, wait a minute. All of the insecurities come up, right? Like, okay, mm-hmm. wait a minute. Like, why do you need a magazine for if I'm right here? Right. Mm-hmm. What would you say mm-hmm. to that? Well, I can say that magazines are just visual stimuli and I, I don't have a problem with having magazines around. Um, I don't have a problem with using magazines as, as, uh, the word that the word fodder pops into my head, (laughs) fodder for fueling masturbation, um, or, or helping to, to appease those desires. But what I, what I want to hone in on is the word insecurity. Yes. So the word that you used, insecurity, it brings up your insecurities. I mean, I think it's fair to have a conversation, like a constructive conversation about like the images in most magazines that are of an adult nature portray bodies that aren't particularly, I mean, they're photo- photoshopped, right? Like real women cannot match up to photoshopped images and just making sure that everyone involved, you know, knows that that's not what real women look like and real women aren't splayed out for immediate consumption all the time. And I mean, to be fair, that might be part of the appeal that it is sort of like an immediate thing that, okay, if I really want this thing right now, I can get it. And I don't really have to, (laughs) you know, (laughs) there's no coercing. Um, It's just happening. It's just, yeah, it's, I, I think of that as no different than like, I mean, for me, there's one sex toy in particular that is like a pretty immediate satisfaction for me. So I guess it would be kind of the equivalent of fast food. Like porn is like fast food for men. And I think certain toys for women can be that same sort of fast food. Um, you know, those, those air pulse technology, literal stimulators. Mm-hmm. You know which one I'm talking about? Well, girl, you know, I'm going to ask you the name <laughs> because I, the minute you said that, it was like, Hey, okay, let's do this. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of like fast food. There's, there's one toy in particular. There's a, a lies, a couple lines, actually. Most sex toy companies have this version of toy available for people with clitorises. Are you talking about the rabbit? <laughs> girl, you could just say um, it. <laughs> It's called the one that I like is Satisfier is the brand. Uh-huh. And they have pretty much I don't even I don't even know all the names of this particular toy. One of them is a penguin. It looks like a little penguin. Okay. And another is like a small little I guess kind of squarish shaped it's a travel clitoral stimulator. So it, you know, tucks away inside its own case and it looks like a little compact case, I guess, like a, like a thicker compact case. And they all sort of have a, a round opening that is big enough to sit over the head of the clitoris. Mm -hmm. And so that little, that little opening, uh, has sort of an air pulse technology that's inside it at the base of that little hole. Yeah. And it sort of makes like a noise went there. She went there. <laughs> she took it there. It makes this noise, but that the noise that it makes produces a little suction and a little vibration that I mean, for me it can take less than a minute. 
So like you talk about fast food for masturbation for men, like the same exists for us. <laughs> so, so you bring up something right now for me. It's like, so, you know, I mentioned insecurities with my husband, you know, um, when he had those magazines and mm-hmm. then at the same time, it's like the minute you started talking about this penguin, I was like, girl, okay, where do I get it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, but that makes so much sense because it's like, I feel like there's so many insecurities with, wait a minute, why is he doing that? You know, why can't I be involved yeah. or why didn't he tell me? But I really know the answer. Well, because I just told him to get away because all these kids are here or <laughs> I'm too tired. You know what I mean? Uh, but we're so not willing to go ahead and own that and, and, yeah. and, and, and rationalize it. It's more of yeah. the insecurity comes in and we're focused only on that. However, yeah. the minute you mentioned penguin and rabbit and whatever else you mentioned, and then the thumping noise, it was like, <laughs> sign me up. Like all of that. It was yeah. like, okay, whatever he's doing fine. But like, let me get back to me. And so I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure as well, like, you know, I guess I'll ask, I'll ask you, honey, like if, 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 so if I had that toy, like what comes up for you? Is there like insecurities that come? I, I want you to be honest because I see your face right now and you're like, well, no, I don't pretend nobody's listening except for us four. <laughs> like, yeah, just us four. It's just us uh, four. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> a, little, a little weird. <laughs> yeah. um, so I, w- I would say that that if it's, I think where it takes the takes away from the relationship, and this is just my opinion, is that when that becomes the sole producer oh, yeah. mm-hmm. of of your intimacy and mm-hmm. you're you're resorting you're resorting more to that and looking for for that more than mm-hmm. you are your own partner is that and, your fear and, and i think that's when when you have insecurities or when an individual can produce some insecurities is because they would rather have that than they would rather have you know the the, the actual intimacy with their partner um, yeah. i don't i don't foresee I, i'm like okay go for it and let's let's start out with that and <laughs> <laughs> and, and see what, warm you up yeah exactly <laughs> warm up the car <laughs> uh-huh. it's like getting uh getting things going and um i would say that that's that's the way i view it as it's as it's a form of foreplay um yeah and i don't know if that's that's the same way it's your recommendations are for something like that or yeah you've hit it right on the the nail right on the head i mean it is not a replacement um, and it's my partner here was sitting here nodding as you were talking. Like it's, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, you've, you've, you've nailed it. It's if that becomes a replacement and, you know, often, I mean, lots of times the issues that people have around sexuality, sex is just a, it can be just a symptom. Um, and if a person is seeking out masturbation more than partnered interactions, like, it's time to look at okay now what's what's happening here are we are we not connected at all or is it just that you know right now things are so stressful it might not timing might be off you know people might not be exactly synced up but it is it is important to you know at least make those efforts to try to reconnect when you can what recommendations would you give for couples to reconnect especially in a time like today where like you were yeah. you were saying initially there's so now there's no schools. So people have yeah. less freedom. Adults are, are having less freedom because, you know, you may have both husband and wife working from home. Kids are home. Mm-hmm. So there's mm-hmm. less freedoms because just every, the house is full. Um, and yeah. so trying to find a moment to be able to, you know, connect with your partner 
seems less likely. And then by the time you do get a chance, there's burnout because of so many <clears throat> things going on and a balance of just not only your own life and your own work, but also the work of others, as well as just running a household and all those things. So I think finding connection issues right now would be challenging. Yeah. Well, and uh, my partner, you know, we're nodding to each other because, you know, we're, we're living through the same stuff. Um, I've got two older kids at home and the two of us are both working from home. They're both doing, or the kids are doing schoolwork from home, all the same stuff that you're just describing. And where I think we've been doing better is sort of the, just the day-to-day touching of each other. Like we'll pass each other in the hall and, and, you know, I don't know, like I'll grab him and just sort of like squeeze him. And, (laughs) Mm um, I mean, it's, it's not just a sexual connection, Mm -hmm. obviously. Um, cause absent the sexual connection, there needs to be, you know, some other, some other way that we are connecting. And so I've talked about, uh, the gratitude gap a lot on, well, who have I been talking to? I've mentioned that a couple podcasts I've been on, <laughs> but I feel, I mean, and I, I'm admitting on the podcast here, I haven't been the greatest with this gratitude gap as well. Like that, that isn't another, that is another important point to connecting with your partner is, is showing them gratitude. Um, I'm so glad you shared that. It's safe here. It's safe here. <laughs> <laughs> My partner's looking at me like, huh? yeah, I, I haven't told you that I, you know, that I appreciate you as much as I should yeah. these days, especially, you know? So, um, yeah, it just, the, the more affectionate touch, loving touch, you know, I'm not a huge fan of the five love languages, but there is some value to, to the content. If you kind of take away the, the preachy, very, uh, churchy vibe that, that it gives sometimes, Yeah. but the way people do receive love or like feel love and the way they express it, like those things can be, um, not particularly matched up, right? Like if you're a physical touch person and the other person is a, an acts of service person, like you might not, you might be doing things for the other person and they're not feeling them as love. Yeah. Right, they're not hearing it or or feeling it, receiving it. Girl, you just loving. described us. You just described I <laughs> to, to a T. To a T. Really? I'm acts okay. of, yeah, I'm acts of service. My husband's totally physical touch. Physical touch. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, in that instance, you have to. I mean, you could like go on to Pinterest and find the 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 little what do you call them? Like you can put a screenshot on your phone of like brainstorming different ways to show acts of service, right? And then if your partner receives love through acts of service, going into that list and saying, okay, now what is, what's an example I could do today? Or what is some way that I wouldn't normally think of to show love to my partner that is a way that they would actually receive it, right? Or physical touch. And like I said, we're both, physical touch is pretty high for us. And so that like, if I'm sitting at my desk and working and Ragnar walks past me because he has to walk past me, my desk to get, you know, out of the room, he'll just like touch my shoulders affectionately as he walks past. Like it's not, it's not sexual, but it's, it's a, a connected way of 
reaching out to the other person, you know, absent being able to go and bone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the moment. Yeah. Go ahead, Ragnar. He said sometimes that too. <laughs> well, so something that you just said right now, like how you were saying, you know, me and my partner do this. The minute you were saying that, I can feel myself going, okay, we do that too. Check. We do that too. Oh, okay. So we're normal. We're in the norm. You know what I mean? And Uh then I also think about the times when we're not doing certain things and I don't feel like I'm in the norm. And so I I just kind of wanted to hit on that because I feel like the emotional, the emotional aspect of not, not feeling connected, you know, unable feeling as if you're unable to go ahead and, you know, be vulnerable and intimate. That's, that's, that's another component and, and being open and honest. And I appreciate you saying, you know, having a discussion and communicating that because that is so important. If you're feeling that and you take a blind eye to it and just let it happen, well, more, more than likely your husband or your partner's feeling that same, you know, that same absence, that same hole. And so if you're able to go out and discuss this, well, it takes your relationship to a whole different level. So you guys are both not ignoring the elephant in the room. <laughs> Yeah, you can't ignore the elephant in the room. Hey, ladies, here's the deal. I've opened up a private VIP membership group. This community is hosted in a private Facebook group where I will do one-hour weekly coaching call. I'll help you create a goal action plan. You'll be provided with worksheets and assigned homework to hold you accountable. In addition, you will have access to me. Have a problem? Post it and get feedback. It's a healthy mix of coaching, accountability, and support. The VIP ladies have told me, it feels like we're all sisters. I can really be myself here. Get access to our VIP membership group only when you join. Go to empoweredandunapologetic.com forward slash VIP dash membership. Start pursuing the change you so badly desire. You deserve it. You know, there was something you just said you were wondering if you're normal or if yes. you're the acts or not having the acts, is that normal as well? And, and it kind of circles back to the very first question you asked about what are the kinds of questions I, I get. If you just scratched away things that people are trying to ask, it all essentially boils down to versions of, am I normal? Is my desire normal? Is, is this particular activity normal? Is us not having sex normal, like all the questions sort of boil down to some version of that. And it, you know, sex is, there are so many misconceptions. There's lots of misinformation. People will generalize and and make sweeping statements. Um, I had somebody yesterday on my Facebook, a man came on and talked about a po- talked on a post that I was talking about masturbation May because May is a month to celebrate masturbation, and he said, "Is this just for women? Because all men master or men masturbate every day, and you know, not all men masturbate every single day. Okay. <laughs> so you know, it's there's inf- there's misinformation. There's there's also um, posturing." right? Like the peacocking yeah, to be able to say, oh, I masturbate every day. Like, really? I mean, okay. You may be stressed enough to want to do that. Maybe you're not partnered and you, that's how you cope. Like, (laughs) so 
yeah, the misinformation doesn't help folks either because then they start to compare themselves and say, well, wait, I must not be normal because this guy said this Mm -hmm. and that must be true. Like everybody does it and I don't. So no, something's wrong with me. Like it's, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't always help folks. No, not at all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Most people are normal. The the desires that they have, the interests, like it all boils down to these questions. And I would even extend it to the questions kids ask kind of are getting at that as well. Like, um, let me think of an example. When they're asking, when does this, when do people get their period, right? They're essentially asking like, what's normal? Like, am I normal if I don't get it by this age or if I you know, is there something wrong with me if I, if I'm too early, right? Like it's essentially trying to get at our, you know, the, the fears that we have where we're not, you know, comparing or measuring up. Absolutely. So would you say that, that normalcy is based off of perception? So what you define you as as a person, I would say, yeah, as a person and as a couple, um, mm-hmm. normalcy is going to be different for you than it is for others because you yeah. may be sexual voyeurs and, and doing all kinds of crazy stuff and yeah. out and about and doing things versus somebody else who is like, they're completely fine with once a week, once a month, once yeah. every so often. And for them, they're completely fine and not, uh, they don't see anything wrong with it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I'll throw it back to you with a, uh, a situation. I used to ask the students in my college course, um, I'd have them go into small groups and then I would say, I would like for you to come to some agreement around how often is, is a good amount to have sex, right? Um, how often should, should a person be having sex? And Interestingly enough, when we would come back to the big group, let's say where there were five different groups, five different small groups, they would all have a different answer. Nobody, none of the, I mean, they would come to an agreement within their little group, but amongst the five groups, they would all have a different answer. So it's, you know, it's going to be different. Same thing with like, how long should, um, how long should it take from stimulation to ejaculation for a person with a penis, like what is, what's too short, right? Or what's too fast. You get a different answer among all the different groups, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's, it's purely subjective. One person's, you know, done in 30 seconds might be perfect for their partner. Right. But another person who, you know, might think it should last an hour might be like, oh my God, I'm done already. Like, can we? <laughs> so, you know, it's not, um, it's going to be different. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie. I got excited when you were throwing it back to him because I was like, oh shit, she's going to ask him a question. It's going to happen. I want to hear this. <laughs> no, I've, what was I've, the question I've, you wanted me to ask? Yeah, I don't know. I've, 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 I don't even know. We've had debates. We've, we've had debates on this too because this is like something that, I think her, especially like nowadays where she's just constantly working, working, working. And before I was the one that was solely working um, and doing things. And even then I still came back and I was like, look, I know I've had a long day, 
but I need me some nookie. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know I need a release. I, I got, I didn't need to work some of this out. And, uh, mm-hmm. and, and then there's, there's times that she's just like, I don't have any energy to do this. I just want to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah. come on, Jesus. And, and, yeah. um, but there are times uh, there, on the other yeah, end. Yeah. There's, there's times on the other end where she's like, she's like, it's going hey, down. let's go. We have, I, I just had a canceled appointment. <laughs> it's, or, it's happening. Or, or it's happening. Like, get your hands up here. It's happening. I don't even care what you're, I don't even care where you're at <laughs> emotionally. I don't care what's going up for you. Just get, just strip, yeah. just strip. <laughs> Yeah, just use each other. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mean, that is that is true. I mean, there are times when I'm not particularly. Sometimes I wake up. (laughs) Then she then she was tired before. After an hour, she had a nice nap, and at one o'clock in the morning, (laughs) more receptive. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. I mean. So, but there, it also comes back to the communication, you know, if, I mean, we've talked about how for me, that's okay for Mm -hmm. you to wake me up, but for other people that might not be okay, or, you know, let me sleep through to the morning, then wake me up in the morning. Like it could be inside. I don't have to wake you up. (laughs) (laughs) That is fair. That's something that's okay. It's totally fair too. My husband tells me all you need is a heartbeat. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, it's not going to happen. I'm like, you're going to eventually go to sleep at some point. <laughs> so, so I want to circle back to that insecurity question about the adult magazines and the porn magazines. Oh yeah. Your partner, and I'm not going to, I'm not, I don't mean to speak for you, but correct me if I'm wrong. Go. Let's you're excited to have her there, right? Like correct. the insecurities that women typically have about their bodies, like men are just excited to have you naked. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> like these, these magazines, like we were just going through and, and cleaning stuff out. And oh, the these have been, these have been put away They're They've been in boxed for years uh-huh. Uh-huh. and haven't been t- like, they're, they're, they're not like sitting out on a, on a table, <laughs> coffee table or anything. They're like, they've been put away yet, you know, tool or uh, toys and things like that have not necessarily been, put, <laughs> aren't necessarily put away. Um, so like, our yes, choice. I'm, I'm Our definitely choice. back home and appreciative of having my wife's human body over here with me. So, mm-hmm. and being able to appreciate every bit of that. So I think it's just, mm-hmm. I think, I think it falls, it goes back to though, like it's, it's that mindset that we have with, I mean, just the same thing. You know, I remember, I remember when he was gone and I purchased something and he's like, well, don't purchase something bigger or whatever than me. Like, don't get too crazy, you know? <laughs> like, wait a minute. Sounds like an insecurity to right? some. To some. Exactly. Just, just buy two smaller ones. What happened? What did you say? He said, buy two smaller ones. Yeah. <laughs> this is sponsored by Louisville Slugger. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so, yeah, so... So there are insecurities on both ends. And I think, you know, being able to go out and share that, you know, versus I, I think what you and I have done is we've kind of just joked about it. Yeah. But in reality, there are insecurities there. And I'm glad that she circled back to it because it's being open and honest about those insecurities. And, mm-hmm. you know, my husband, he's like, he is where he'll he'll just call me and he's like, or when I call him, he's like, I had to let the phone ring about five times before I knew it was going to go to voicemail because I, whenever I call, there's this picture that goes up 
I'm not going to go and mm-hmm. go into detail what that picture is, but you guys can go ahead and imagine whatever. Take it wherever you want to go. Mental picture. Like, mental yeah. picture. But he's like, I let it ring about five times because I know after the fifth ring, it's going to go to voicemail. Then I'll pick up <laughs> just to uh-huh. see that picture. And so he says those things. And, he, you know, you know, there is physical touch. He and I, we've been married for 20 years and we flirt. All the time, like yeah. I'm always grabbing his butt. Just like how you were describing with with uh, your partner, how you guys, you know, there's the touching of the shoulder, or you know, a small uh, caress, or a grope, a grab, um, something like that. That's that constantly happens throughout, you know, our our, our not only in our marriage but also um, just on a normal everyday basis. But I think in general Excellent. for everybody, yeah. there, and you it know, doesn't feel <clears throat> like it's like it's something like we're checking the box either. No, it's, just, it's for us that's what what we do and it's that's our normal and i think i would advise like women like if you're feeling it like let it happen you know there's insecurities even though you know act on it yeah even though we we have that there i still get insecure you know my husband will be like damn you know you look you look really sexy and it's like oh my god i look like a mom you know like i'm in this house dress (laughs) my hair's you know not even really brushed and i don't have any makeup on but that's my insecurities and not allowing yeah. that compliment to sink in. And I think if we were able to kind of let down that guard and just yeah. be, would be totally different, right? Yep. Yeah. I mean, th- this is why I enjoy talking to you. Like you have these, you have these moments at, of realization that like you're checking in with yourself and realizing, hey, like, <laughs> yeah, I, I love these conversations. What recommendations um, would you give for couples who are trying to not only get through this, but say past this and just fast forwarding to after all this is done uh, pandemic wise and just getting out and and just having a long lasting relationship sexually as well as just a healthy relationship overall um, throughout life and growing, growing old together. Like what, what would you, what recommendation recommendations and things would you say to that couple? Do your own little photo shoot. Ooh, nice. okay. okay. Create your own magazine. <laughs> make your own magazine. I got. I like that. Cancel the subscription and make your own. That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> now I know where your mind is. <laughs> well, I mean. Yeah, coffee helps. <laughs> so. You know, when, when, when people ask me for recommendations, you know, sometimes I wonder if they're a little disappointed because they're, they're not particularly sexual, right? They're not, the recommendations I usually have have to do with talking about stuff. And that is, that's the thing that can be a lot. I mean, it's a lot of work, one, (laughs) to talk about stuff and it's not particularly sexy, but it is how we get to the sexy stuff, right? Like if we can... Uh, if we can expose these insecurities for what they are and, you know, ideally you have a partner who can hear you and receive those and, and help you, um, help you hear what you need to hear about, you know, whatever the topic of the insecurity is, if it's about your physical body, you know, to be able to, to, well, it's not so much validating. It's just, it's like, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, it's just, it's, that you're heard and that your partner can say, well, my reality is I don't see that. You know, I, I see the, you know, the same person I married or I see, 
the person I fell in love with or, you know, because our bodies do change over the life cycle and we're not always going to be, you know, the same body as a, you know, comfortable in our own 20 year old or <laughs> what's that comfortable in our own skin. Yeah. 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 So, so yeah, it's, yeah. And we both kind of hold our bellies here. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, um, you know, things are going to change and, and, you know, if, if, for example, the, as we hold our bellies here, um, if the body thing is something that maybe we make a plan to work out together and, and shift that, change that or whatever the case may be. Right. Um, and I guess if I, if I do have, a something that's a little more sexual, uh, as far as a recommendation, it's still a communication thing. Like <laughs> yeah. the, um, the freebie that I have on my website is like, it's right below the fold and it's called touch lab. And it's really an exercise that can help you articulate things that feel good. Maybe even discover some other places on you. It's kind of like body mapping. Like you're, you're exploring the body, you're exploring your partner's body and they're ideally giving you feedback. What feels good? What's eh, okay. Keep moving. Like, Willie's like winking at me. Willie's winking so, at me right now while you're saying this. <laughs> Say that again. I said, Willie's winking at me right now while you're saying all of this. There you go. So yeah, it's, um, I mean, it's, again, it's like initially at first glance, it's not particularly sexy, but you know, that exercise has a beginner and intermediate and advanced level to it. And the advanced level is when you're, you know, working specifically on the genitals. And so, yeah, there's, there's work that you can do that's playful and fun and exploratory and, even being together 20 years, you can still find maybe a new place that you haven't spent a lot of time on in the past that now you can explore more in depth. What you also can do is um, put some movie on for the kids and then lock yourself in the bathroom <laughs> in the afternoon Yeah, because you still have enough energy. Yeah, I, I literally made <laughs> that suggestion to a couple yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, especially now when kids can't go anywhere, you can't go anywhere. They can't go to a friend's house or a neighbor's house. I mean, you might have to enlist the help of your oldest to say, hey, you know, we need some time to snuggle. We need some time to connect. Can I put you in charge of your siblings for an hour, 20 minutes, 10 minutes, whatever? They have to... For all that we say, you know, sex is between two people who love each other. Like it should be okay that we go love each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> go do the thing because that's that's what we're telling them is okay to do. Absolutely. So I want to go ahead and wrap up and ask, what are three tips you would encourage couples to try right now? So ladies, grab your man so he can hear this. <laughs> three things to try. Um, I, the, the one thing is kind of a version of the, of the touch lab. I always find it fascinating to watch testicles. Like this is <laughs> to watch the scrotum. Girl, I don't even know where you took me right now. I'm like, okay, wait, I thought she was going to give me And I'm like, okay, why am I watching testicles? <laughs> <laughs> when you watch the scrotum, it's like a lava lamp, right? Like why are you nodding your head? Willie's nodding his head. It does. It, it does. So, I thought you I were mean, nodding your no, head. I'm so not, I could I'm watch not the wa- testicles. I'm not watching testicles, but yeah. Don't, don't <laughs> well, okay, so, so yeah, the you're one losing tip me here. Tip. You're losing me here. 
<laughs> the one tip is to get curious. Okay. Right. And it's, and the example that I'm going to give is the scrotum one, because you can play with, you know, if you have a partner who has a penis and a scrotum, you can play with this if they'll let you obviously, <laughs> but it's interesting to see how the scrotum moves if you apply like a warm hand or a cold hand, right? Like it is the skin on the scrotum is like a lava lamp. And I, I that's the, the best descriptor I can, I can use. Like it's like a shark. It's constantly on the move because what the scrotum does obviously is it regulates temperature of the testicles inside. And so it's like, it's moving and, and moving and grooving to try to keep the temperature regulated. So get curious, like be curious about your partner's body. That's, I think you need to have some body heat. Yeah. That's where you observe this, right? After yeah. some exercise. Whatever exercise that might be. <laughs> because the body's hot and then the scrotum tries to cool the testicles, basically. Yeah. Find the optimal position. That's how it slightly moves. Yeah. Yeah. So that's one. <laughs> So I'm watching testicles. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so let's see, two more. Um, and I think, well, the, the the three tips would be, you know, try something that's not sexual. Um, try something that's sexual. And then, um, do you have a third? Start the foreplay after breakfast. There you go. <laughs> yeah. But do it like an eight hour, right? You know, super and like clandestine until you kind of communicate that secretly uh -huh. uh, over the course of the day. Oh, this is, I'm, I'm hoping that this is what he's got in mind that, for me so, today. Something that kind of builds up, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let it build up. That's a, I mean, we can't, I mean, I guess you could sext your partner from inside the house. Mm -hmm. I know. Um, oh yeah, it happens. It yeah. happens. Oh yeah, come upstairs. Old school post notes. Yeah, post notes are a good one too. I mean, okay, so something sexual, something non-sexual, and then uh, I would say the gratitude gap. Remember the gratitude gap. Like, do something today or say something today to show appreciation for your partner. Okay. To like ironing the clothes. <laughs> 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 that would be what an acts of service acts of service acts of service oh that you would you would iron for me yeah okay there you go there's something non-sexual that could lead to sexual i know a lot of women that the minute their husbands iron clothes fold laundry and put it away hell yeah that's acts of service uh-huh you remember seeing that little pop-up book that they would sell at the check out counters of little boutiques where it was porn for women. I don't, I don't remember that. You ever see that? No. It was a small little, I don't know, small, probably a little bigger than your phone size book. And inside it had pictures of hunky men, shirtless men doing household chores. Oh, all right. <laughs> so uh, I don't get crazy. <laughs> this one don't looks at me. <laughs> Do you see it? Do you see insecurities? Insecurities. <laughs> I'll be your man doing go. that stuff. You don't need to see that. They go back and forth. All right, I'm gonna follow you with the camera, honey. <laughs> but they can ironing oh, clothes. That's that photo shoot. There you go. We, there we go. Ragnar, photo shoot check. 
Oh, get pictures of your partner doing household chores for, for the spank bank. <laughs> well, Dr. Lene, thank you so much. Once again, this has been just amazing. I mean, I think our listeners, if you didn't take notes, play this again, because you're definitely going to want to go ahead and take the notes and apply everything that she just taught us. Um <laughs> I'm still not. I'm, I'm still not sure about the the watching the testicles just yet. I'm gonna try it. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna try it and see where this goes, and I'm and see where it goes. Yes, it, I know where it's gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you that are, yeah, my, use, use the heat of your breath. Use the cool of your breath. Okay, like, now you're giving yes. us tips. Now yes. you're giving yes. us the goods. <laughs> yeah, like warm up your hands and and yeah, bring an ice cube. Bring an ice cream. <laughs> Don't be scared. Don't be scared. <laughs> so yeah, for those where it goes. right? For those of you that are in our Facebook group, I'm totally gonna go ahead and let you guys know how all of this went and the warming of the hands, the watching of the testicles, and the questionnaire. And if you're not in my Facebook group, you gotta join. And it's only for women. Sorry, Ragnar and Willie, you guys aren't invited. <laughs> It's only for us women. It's a private Facebook group. I highly recommend you join it because on this platform, we talk about all of the things. Dr. Lene and Dr. Lene has been on there, right? No, no, Summit. I'm going to post a picture of a lava lamp now. <laughs> <laughs> or some sharks because they're always on the move too. There yeah. you go. There you go. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Ragnar. It's been a pleasure. I know so much about you now. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, was, I, I liked it. Thank you both. <laughs> Thank you both. Thank you. All right. Until next time, you guys. I'll see you later. Okay. Thank you. Have Thanks. a good weekend. You too. Bye. Bye. You as well. Bye. Bye. What's up, ladies? Just want to let you guys know that your ratings and reviews for this podcast are greatly appreciated. If you love this podcast please go to iTunes right now and rate and review. Thank you, guys. Many women lose their own identity in the shadow of being a mom and a wife. We are a community of women who support each other. We leave perfectionism behind to become empowered and unapologetic. I know you're ready for the next steps. If you want to become empowered and unapologetic, get my free course, Unapologetically Me, over at empoweredandunapologetic.com forward slash course. This podcast is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information in regards to the subject matter covered. This is given with the understanding that neither the host, practice of the practice, or the guests are providing legal, mental health, or other professional information. If you need a professional, you should find one. Hey there, this is Casey McGuire Davidson, host of the Hello Someday podcast. I'm an ex-red wine girl turned life coach who helps busy women change their relationship with alcohol. I spent 20 years climbing the corporate ladder while drinking a bottle of wine a night to unwind. In the Hello Someday podcast, my goal is to teach you the tried and true secrets of creating and living a life you don't want to escape from. Each week, I'll bring you tools, lessons, and conversations to help you drink less and live more. 
I'll teach you how to navigate our drinking-obsessed culture without a buzz and how to turn the decision to stop drinking from your worst-case scenario to the best decision of your life. You can find new episodes of the Hello Someday podcast every Thursday, wherever you listen, and I hope you check it out. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addictive Mind podcast has been about creating hope, listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. Hey there, this is Casey McGuire Davidson, host of the Hello Someday podcast. I'm an ex-red wine girl turned life coach who helps busy women change their relationship with alcohol. I spent 20 years climbing the corporate ladder while drinking a bottle of wine a night to unwind. In the Hello Someday podcast, my goal is to teach you the tried and true secrets of creating and living a life you don't want to escape from. Each week, I'll bring you tools, lessons, and conversations to help you drink less and live more. I'll teach you how to navigate our drinking-obsessed culture without a buzz and how to turn the decision to stop drinking from your worst-case scenario to the best decision of your life. You can find new episodes of the Hello Someday podcast every Thursday, wherever you listen, and I hope you check it out. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope, listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope, 
listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there.